Hey folks, welcome to the Casey Wacy Show. Uh, thank you so much for listening and tuning in and bringing me into your home or your car, your dorm room, wherever you're listening to this. I'm very thankful to be sharing this with you. So today is December 5th, um, a Thursday. And let me just tell you, I've been quite loaded with homework and assignments and stressful things. So this is just going to be one of those episodes that I haven't planned. So on our last podcast, this isn't a podcast, but... Our last show was more or less a podcast. Our um, radio streaming service wasn't working, so I had to record it, and I will be uploading it later. But it wasn't be able it wasn't able to be shared live, and I really liked the format of that one. I didn't play a lot of music. I talked a lot, so. In this show, I'm going to try to do maybe half and half talking and music. Because some, sometimes you just want to hear someone talk. Sometimes you want some music. So maybe half and half. So let's just start this show off with a song. Um, this may not be um, very similar to other songs I've played on this show. But I like it a lot. And that's what this is all about. So this is Driving to Hawaii by Somersault.
I like that song. Whoa. I like that song a lot. Um, I just put on my headphones, the proper headphones, the ones that were plugged in. Um, so that entire intro may have had a large amount of feedback. So I'm sorry about that. I don't really know how to combat that. We have um, like the speaker system and we have like dials and stuff for the volume. But I wonder if those are totally necessary if I can just have the headphones on. So I'm going to turn down the speakers all the way and we're going to see if a sound is still transmitted to the radio. The speakers are now all the way off. Hey, and I can talk pretty loud without feedback. That's probably the issue. We're just not going to use those. But watch me play music now and it not work, but we'll see. Um, I love that song. Uh, I loved, I, I can't say I love it. I just discovered it. But that one time I listened to it just a couple of seconds ago, I loved it. That was Summer Salt, by the way. Not a summer salt, but summer, the season, salt, the seasoning. Whoa. I wonder if that was intentional. Season seasoning. Summer salt. Autumn pepper. That's another band name. Spring rosemary. Or winter. I just couldn't think of another seasoning, man. Basil. Paprika, if that's a seasoning, or a spice. What's technically a seasoning, anyway? Because seasoning, whatever. Anyways. I'm hungry. I didn't eat dinner. We, I have... So my Thursdays go from 12 to 5.20. I have the same class. More or less the same class. It's like three different classes, but it's the same professor in the same room with more or less the same topic. So it's a pretty terrible day. Um, and we have the short break. I took a... Uh, I took a test in the middle class. So I, just, I left and I had a short break after that. I'm hearing some screeching. I don't know how to like combat that. Maybe if I talk away from the mic. Yeah, that's a little better. So I had a short break and I went to one of the cafeterias in the school and I ate some food. I didn't actually eat it. I got it and then I came back right in time for the next class to start and it just stunk up the room. I put the cover back on and I didn't eat it until the class ended and by then it was cold. And it wasn't fun. So I haven't really eaten any dinner. And our one dining hall is closed now. Um, so yeah, maybe I'll just feast in the morning and breakfast. But I want to talk about um, music, but more so art. So... I just want to talk a little bit about myself. That sounded like I'm saying start over. That sounded like I just want to talk about myself. But no, I just want to talk about my history with what I'm about to talk about. So music's been a really big part of my life. Um, starting in like kindergarten, my dad was teaching me piano with my sister. And then in third grade, I got a, piano teacher all up, up through middle school and high school. So last year was my last year with her, senior year. And in middle school, I played, no, in elementary school in fourth grade, I played the cello. But then when band was available, I dropped the cello and started playing the euphonium, which is just a small tuba, basically. Um, and I played that up through high school. So I played that last year. 
And I messed around with ukulele a little bit. I got, I, I was in that phase of my life. Um, but then I like grabbed the guitar from the basement and I liked that a lot. And over time, my music taste just sort of centered around an acoustic guitar. So recently in the past few years, I've really been interested in learning the guitar. And I think I'm all right. I can play, I can play a few chords, I can play a few songs, and my dorm room's really small. I'm not the best storyteller here, but stick with me. I'm, I'm kind of jumping all over the place. But my dorm room's super tiny. So there's not really room for a guitar. So without it just laying on the ground. Um, so after laying on the ground for a little while, I didn't feel like it was the proper place for it. So I just decided that I'd stick it under my bed and take it out whenever I wanted it. But I'd put it in my case then. And that small detail had a huge effect on the amount of time I was playing. And I haven't really played much in the past month. So I whipped it out the other day. And I just sat down with my laptop, picked a song I wanted to learn. And it was pretty fun. I, it was uh, Blown in the Wind by Bob Dylan. And I was like, damn, that was some easy shit. Hard in my mouth. And then I was like, my endorphins were just like pumping. And I was like, damn, I'm going to be Bob Dylan. I'm going to be the next Bob Dylan. And then I find another song, which was... Uh, uh, I forget what it was. It was another Bob Dylan song. And it was hard. And I, it wasn't even that hard. It was just a few chords. And some vocals. I just couldn't hit the notes. I couldn't play the chords very well. And it just bummed me out. I was like, man, that's just a hard song. I'll try the next one. And I was really bad too. And I got like really really sad because the day prior I whipped out my sketchbook and I was like, I'm going to draw. I haven't drawn in a while and I've like drawn all my life and I've loved it. But I said, I haven't drawn in a while. So I whipped out my sketchbook, started drawing and I was cheeks. I was terrible. And I just got, I just, it was not motivating at all. It just made me feel terrible. And like through high school, like I've known that I'm somewhat smart. But what's always kept with me, what's always stayed with me is that even if I'm the stupidest person, at least I'm kind of good at art. And that day, days ago when I couldn't even draw and I've been drawing all my life it just made me feel really bad and now the other day when I take out the guitar and I try playing that and I wasn't good and it made me feel terrible and I talked to some people it's not like it was devastating or anything it was just like damn that's that ruins my day um but then I just thought about it and like someone is being loud. Maybe that's me. Some wires. I don't even know. Oh. I was standing on a wire. Whoa. I'm getting really sidetracked. I just found an album cover in the studio and it's so sick. Good vibes. I shouldn't have said that. What was I talking about? Oh yeah, it just made me feel like crap. But then I started thinking like, Bob Dylan for example, cause we're talking about him already. He whipped out a guitar, he couldn't play nothing. And Van Gogh, who I look up to, I love his stuff. Kind of embarrassing what I just said. 
I love his stuff. Everyone loves Van Gogh. But when I think of an artist, it's just, I really love thinking about Van Gogh. I just like what he represents and his stuff. Anyways, everyone likes him. I just, I just had to remember that they all started somewhere. And although I might suck, because I've played once, I'm better than I was when I started. And I just think it's really important to understand that there's always room to grow. And especially with skills, learning new skills. Personally, I believe people are born with talent. But I also believe that if someone's born with a natural talent in singing, someone who isn't born with that talent can practice and be better than that person who was born with it. So it's especially important with skills, especially in the arts, that you just understand that everyone, most people, suck when they start. They just have to keep doing it and personally, I still suck. But as long as you just remember to keep practicing, man, this is just feeling like I'm talking to my little cousin or something. Or just myself. But yeah, man, art. Art's this beautiful thing. I'm going to go on this tangent about art now. Or should we listen to a song? Let's listen to a song. I don't even know what song this is. It's on my Like Songs playlist in Spotify. It's by Mac DeMarco, so it's probably good. Here it goes. I'll think about what I'm going to say next after this song. That wasn't what, that wasn't, that wasn't what I was expecting from Mac DeMarco. Anyway, we still got feedback somehow. And the monitors are all the way off. 
So I can talk really loud. Actually, no. I can't get feedback then. Maybe if I get really close. No. Okay. So I said I was going to think about what to talk about during that song until like the last five seconds. And I was like, whoops. I was supposed to do that. But so I go through, I, my brain has this problem. And it used to be tied to like this terrible anxiety. But now after, once that, once I figured all that out, now it's just like part of my curiosity. And it's really annoying. But when I come to a conclusion, it's so satisfying. And I feel, I feel like the day was worth it. But I've come to something that I can't find a solution to. So my brain does this thing where it, I'm sure this isn't unique to me, but whatever where I just think of some sort of, not even an existential question, but like a history question that like I could definitely ask someone about and they could give me an answer. But it's something that is so, it's so unbelievable. Nah, I don't even know the answer. It can't be unbelievable. It's so mysterious that I can't even answer it myself. So for whatever reason, today, what I thought of, it happens every now and then, but rarely does it happen. Rarely does one issue spread over days. And I think this issue will, but that's okay. I, for some reason, I thought about Rome. And I was thinking about how how when humans first evolved, we were just small little families, little clans that would stick together, fight for each other, and fight other clans, basically, because we saw them as not our own. Um, so how did we go from that to the Roman Empire? And I, it was just so hard to think about. And I, can't, I don't even know. Obviously, clans turned into cities with small governments, like Walden cities with military. And did Walden cities have, like, mayors? Maybe. And then at some point, they made a city where Rome is. And it's Rome. They called it Rome. And for whatever reason, they were in a good location on the Mediterranean. So they had a lot of resources, therefore they could beat other clans, other towns. I don't know. It obviously has something to do with the church. I'm pretty sure the spreading of Christianity also caused the spread of the Roman Empire, but I'm not sure. I think people were so quick to latch on to the Roman Empire because when Christianity spread, Rome was the center of the church, and they were like, if I'm a part of this empire, I can communicate with God. I don't know. That's all just what I thought. And I can't really come to a conclusion. But that brings me back to art. I was about to go on this tangent about art, but I think I just might right now. You know what? While I think about that tangent, let's play another song. Because I have this way of talking where I pause a lot as I think. And I'm sure that's annoying to listen to. So why don't I practice my rant during this next song? Now, I heard this song the other day. And there's kind of this style of music that's in like Casey Neistat um, videos and like vlogs and like high production YouTube videos. There's a style of like electric music with like voiceover. And I heard this song the other day, and it sounded just like that. It sounded like one of those songs that would be in those videos. But it turns out it's by Elvis, and I was just shocked. I'd never heard it before. But I feel like I'd, I have heard it. I didn't know it was by Elvis. Um, should I play this song? Yeah, I'm going to play it. This is A Little Less Conversation by Elvis. Wait a second. 
it says. Oh, wait, no. I'm right. Am I right? I'm just trying to make sure this isn't just like some sort of remix. It is a remix. It's from a 2009 album by Elvis. Come on. We're not going to play that. What are we going to play, man? Let's play some Pink Floyd. Wish You Were Here. The song is about one of their bandmates. I forget the name. Um, they experimented with a lot of psychedelics. Especially acid. And one of their bandmates was a heavy, heavy user of acid. And although acid doesn't um, cause schizophrenia, if you are prone to schizophrenia, it will bring it out sooner than it had you not used acid. So because of this, this bandmate changed drastically. Um, basically became a different person because of the schizophrenia that had come out of him. So ultimately, the members of Pink Floyd kicked him out as nicely as they could. And this song is all about how they miss the guy that they used to know. This is Wish You Were Here by Pink Floyd. So you think you could tell Heaven from hell Blue skies from pain Can you tell a green field From a cold steel rail A smile from a veil Do you think you can tell
I'm back. That was a bit loud. Uh, I love that song, man. Pink Floyd, they're always killing. They're still around, right? Yeah, I'd see them. I lived back then. Um, so, yeah, I thought a little bit about, I thought a little bit about, about, about art. Um, but then I started thinking about something else. So back in the day, I had terrible anxiety. And I just kind of mentioned that a while ago. Um, but part of getting out of that was learning about the beauty of the world and how special it is to live here. Because worry, I'd worry about existential stuff and all that. All that but. But then I just came to the realization that it's just like, the fact that I'm here is just amazing. It's just it's so beautiful. I mean, look at that tree. Look at that flower. Look at the bee on the flower. Look at the birds in the tree. Look at the bugs in the birds in the tree. Or the pollen on the bee in the flower. It's just beautiful. This world is just intertwined and it works so perfectly. Yes, humans are kind of messing around with it. But even we used to mesh in the ecosystem so perfectly and elegantly. And it's just beautiful. We have all these different landscapes around the world. All these different huge monuments. Yosemite. The Amazon rainforest. These just beautiful things. What's that big waterfall? It's like Angel Falls or something like that. The tallest in the world. Niagara Falls. We got the boundary wall. This screensaver on the computer is just showing half dome. It's beautiful. This world is just... And the fact that we have this thing, the conscious. The, I, I never get that word. The conscience. We, we just... We are able to appreciate the beauty. And with this crazy brain that the humans got somehow... We are able to create these beautiful things like art and language. Art especially. I'm fast. Language obviously is amazing. But when you think about art and the fact that humans have art, it's insane. There are these videos of elephants and gorillas painting. But they're not they're not an artist. They're being trained to paint a specific image. Yeah, I think there is a chimp 
that just paints some abstract stuff. But he doesn't really know what he's doing. Maybe he just thinks it's kind of fun to splatter stuff. But it's just crazy how humans have created this thing. It's not important to our survival. It's not important to procreating and creating more of our species. The only purpose is to enjoy the beauty of life. We created this thing that is so utterly useless in the natural world. But to our own logic, it's a brilliant thing. And it's just crazy to think about. And I love it so much. In, in Germany, when, really in Europe, but this sprung out majorly in Germany, when they were going through a major um, What's it called? Dang it. I can't think of a major industrial revolution. In Germany, they were going through a major industrial revolution. Well, in Europe, like I said, this was mainly in Germany. And there were these group of people, the Romantics. They hated all this. It was ruining their planet. And they knew this very early on. They noticed the waste, the dirty air, the noise. And they realized the terrible effects it was doing to their beautiful planet. These romantics were poets. They were painters. They were musicians, philosophers. And they started the period of romanticism. The romantic era, I think it was. But the painting style specifically was called Romanticism, I believe. And it was all about emphasizing the beauty of the earth. These painters would go out and paint these beautiful scenic views of mountains and the ocean, these vast forests. These poets would do the same, but with words. And they just appreciated the earth and the life that it gave them and the beauty of that life. And what happened was a lot of these people started to become very spiritual around that concept. They, they started really appreciating the earth more and more. It wasn't just anti-industry, anti-industrial. It was just the love for the earth. And they sort of adopted it as a lifestyle, um, an eating lifestyle, um, a lifestyle of caring for the earth and being one with the earth instead of just being some person in a city. And when mass migration started happening to the U.S., many of those immigrants were Germans or Bohemians just from Eastern Europe. And they brought with them these ideologies of really loving and caring about the planet and being one with the planet. And to continue these lifestyles, yes, they settled all over the country, but the romantics, the people who really cared about, they really cared about the joy and the beauty that was given to them. They chose to settle on the West Coast, mainly in California, because in that climate, they were able to practice their lifestyle year-round. They could be one with the Earth year-round, because up here, it's just half the year, there is no Earth. It's just some frozen stuff. They could be a part of it year-round. So they settled mainly in California, these romantics but more broadly, the West Coast. And that's when health food stores started opening by these Germans because they were really passionate about 
caring about the earth, but also caring about your body and what you're putting into it. And every era sort of has this hippie, this beatnik, this person who, this youth person who is against the system and appreciates the beauty of art and life and love. But this really started with these German romantics. Obviously, this trope is seen all over the world. Youth who are against the system. But the love and the specific romanticism really came out from these Germans who were against the Industrial Revolution. And when they brought it to California, it really sparked this radical change of people who just loved the earth. And this spun out into the beat generation and ultimately the hippie generation, which is a very large um, it's very affiliated not directly, but it's very based it's based heavily on these bohemians, these romantics who came um, and really discovered a love for the planet. And that's one of my favorite types of art, romanticism. When we were in, I took European history in sophomore year of high school. And one of my best friends, Wyatt, was in that class. And we just fell in love with this concept of romanticism. We started thinking about being enlightened thinkers. We wanted to form an enlightened thinkers group and just talk about romanticism. We started thinking like these romantics. We would just like be obsessed with this term romanticism. We called each other romantics. And I just fell in love with this art format, this art style, romanticism. It's just beautiful. It's, it's similar to post-impressionism. Not much detail, but bold colors that really exemplify the beauty of the world. And I just love it. This was one of those questions I had a long time ago. Like, who started the hippie? But then I realized there's always been this group of people who just love the earth. And over time, it just develops. It changes between generations. There's always been a group of people who just want to be free from society. They want to be free from society's thinking. And they just want to love the arts and the world, the earth and love. And I don't know about other cultures, but I feel like the romantics of Bohemia brought this ideology to America really started this whole revolution. I just love the way of thinking, that way of thinking, romanticism. Any of you who are listening, look up romanticism. It's beautiful. I lost the feed on the computer. Someone must have exited out of it. That shows who's listening. So I have no idea if anyone's listening right now. Probably zero people, but whatever. Romanticism, man. Look it up. It's so pretty. But it's not just the art that's pretty. It's just the way of thinking. If you think like a romantic, you'll just be happy. It'll bring joy. Romantic music. That sounds pretty good. I'm going to look up romantic. Now nah, that's going to play like some sexy music. I don't want sexy music. Maybe I'll look up romanticism music. Romanticism, a playlist. I'm going to play one of these songs. Let's see how it goes. This is String Quartet Number 1 in D Major by Tchaikovsky. Legendary. I shouldn't have said that. I've been saying a lot of things that are just embarrassing. 
So here you go. I don't want to be Eurocentric, but I was just thinking. Romanticism probably did originate in Germany or Bohemia because it's really a protest to industrialization. And they probably were the first to industrialize. That's just a thought. I apologize for interrupting.
classical music is honestly cold. Like, I could go my whole life just listening to that. Just some classical tunes. I was just thinking about that. That's like, I could totally live back then. Like in Europe in like 1905. I'd be killing it. Was that when the war was? I'm not good with those war timelines. Nah, that's not war. I mean, I'm sure there was there was war. There wasn't a world war. I'm just making myself sound stupid. Um, I think that's going to be the show. Now I'm going to play one more song for you. This episode was definitely not 50-50 music talking. Let me play another song. Should I play Bob Dylan? We were talking about him. Might as well. Let's see. Don't think twice. It's all right, baby. I added the baby. Well, it ain't no use to sit and wonder why, baby. Even you don't know by now. And it ain't no use to sit and wonder why, baby. It'll never do somehow When your rooster crows at the break of dawn Look out your window and I'll be gone You're the reason I'm traveling on But don't think twice, it's all right And it ain't no use in the turning on your light, babe The light I never knowed And it ain't no use in turning on your light, babe I'm on the dark side of the road But I wish there was something you would do or say To try and make me change my mind and stay But we never did too much talking anyway don't think twice, it's all right. So it ain't no use in calling out my name, gal, like you never done before. And it ain't no use in calling out my name, gal, I can't hear anymore. I'm a thinking and a wondering, walking down the road. I once loved a woman, a child, I am told. I give her my heart, but she wanted my soul. But don't think twice, it's all right. So long, honey, baby, where I'm bound, I can't tell. Goodbye is too good a word, baby, so I just say fairly well. I ain't saying you treated me unkind. You could have done better, but I don't mind. You just kind of wasted my precious time. Don't think twice, it's all right.
thinking about Bob Dylan's accent. He's from northern Minnesota, but it I feel like it's a different accent. It doesn't seem Minnesotan. I don't feel like you can really sing in a Minnesotan accent without sounding really stupid. There's this there's this made up language that they spoke in the forties and fifties, possibly bleeding to the sixties, I'm not sure. And they taught it in school. It's called Mid Atlantic. And it's just like an accent. The government, I believe it was the government. I really don't know. But they made it up because um, I don't even know the reason. Maybe because it sounded sophisticated. And they taught it in school. They taught these kids to speak with this accent. And he kind of sounds like he has that accent. I don't know why he would. Because people spoke like that in the movies. And they taught it in school. But I don't think people really spoke that way in their in their real lives. But I honestly don't know. It sounds so different than any accent. I, I don't even know what it is. Like, it's kind of New York. But he never was from New York. Anyways, that'll do it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate every single one of you listens for just a minute or two thanks again for watching teach peace spread love and have a beautiful night